Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, September 28th, and we're glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM and uh, that is our local station. It's got about, it's a low power station uh, for those of you that maybe you're just outside of the area and say, I can't get it. It's about a 10 mile radius, uh, but uh, we welcome you that are listening. And if you're ever outside of that area, you can listen on our radio app. You can download it on all Android and all Apple devices, uh, Voice for Victory Radio. Also, uh, we have uh, Facebook. Of course, we welcome those of you watching on Facebook and on YouTube. And then our podcast is another option, another way that you can listen. Uh, But however you're listening today, we're thankful that you're with us. And we hope uh, you'll have a a good uh, uh, time as we're together. And I hope that you've already had a good day. And I hope there'll be something said today that'll help you for the rest of this day to live on the winning side. Happy birthday today to Brian Bohannon, uh, Colton Kidd, Tammy Killebrew, William Lewis, Curtis Evans Smith, Tony Spence, Jordan Walker, and then happy anniversary to Tony and Denise Spence. I hope you folks have a great day today. Uh, I'm still rejoicing in the great day we had on Sunday and uh, just a wonderful day. And uh, The Lord has been so good to us. Let's be in prayer for one another. Uh, Let's pray for those who are sick and those who are uh, going through surgeries or recovering from surgery. Pray for those with cancer. And uh, let's uh, praise God for His many, many blessings. You know, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. Uh, It's not that far away now. And I hope you don't wait until Thanksgiving to take time to be thankful to the Lord for all that He's done for us. Let's pray for our church. Pray for our school. Pray for our ministries today. And uh, let's uh, pray that uh, God would help us to be a witness and to be a testimony, and to be a light that could shine uh, in a very dark world, in a world that is lost, and a world that is headed down the wrong path. May we be uh, a light that would shine uh, the glorious gospel to those people uh, so that they might turn to Christ before it is too late. Here's a great song, More Than I Ever Asked For. I hope you enjoy this song, and then after this song, we will be back in Proverbs 20 for our Bible study today. Satan said, this time you've done it, now you have gone too far. How could the Lord receive you? You are ruined now and scarred. But something deep inside of me said, child, you're still my own, and my love still the same so child just come back home he gave me more than i ever asked for more than i ever dreamed he gave me more 
certainly given us more than we could have ever asked for, and uh, He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Uh, Jeremiah 33, 3, God tells His people, He says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You know, there are some things we pray for and we think we know what the answer is that we want, uh, but then there are times where God answers and God does something bigger and better and more incredible, more amazing than we could have ever dreamed of. And I'm thankful for a God uh, who is uh, not finite. He is not limited. Uh, he does not have limitations like we have, but He is an infinite God. And what a powerful God we serve. We saw yesterday in Proverbs 20, uh, we talked about the subject of wine it says in verse number one, wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. You know, I looked up and I forgot to mention this yesterday, but I looked up the first mention of the word wine in the Bible. Interesting, I think. It's found in Genesis chapter nine. It is when Noah, after Noah had, uh, of course, built the ark and had uh, got his family on the ark, got his animals on the ark, God delivered them. It was after that, after uh, all of that, that Noah, uh, the Bible says that he got drunk. And that drunkenness led to a, an, an awful, uh, uh, perverted uh, relationship that took place. 
and uh, sin and, and shame and regret and scars. And, and you say, well, why did that happen? I'll tell you why it happened. It happened because a man got drunk and he did things and he uh, was a part of things that he never would have thought of or never would have uh, even dreamed of. And so it'd be best just to stay away from wine. Wine is a mocker. And uh, take God's word for it. Don't take mine, but take God's word for it. Today I want to talk to you, number two, in Proverbs 20 about the word work. The Bible says in Proverbs 20, verse 4, the sluggard. Who is a sluggard? It's a lazy person. It's a, we would use the term a bum, you know, lazy bum. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Now, if you only work, now you think about this. If you only work when the weather is perfect, you probably will never work. It's always going to be too hot. It's going to be too cold. Well, there's a chance of rain. Oh, there's a chance of snow. Oh, whatever. Uh, you, there's just times you just got to go after it. If you only go to work the days you feel like going to work, you're probably not going to go to work a lot. Uh, I don't know if you're a morning person. Some of you are, and God bless you if you're a morning person. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, when I wake up in the morning, I'm excited about the day and I'm excited to, uh, to, to be able to come and serve God and be a pastor and to do what I do. Uh, but most mornings when I wake up, I'm tired. And most nights when I go to bed, I'm tired. Uh, I, I feel like it's because I've worked and because there's a lot going on. And you can't make excuses. Well, I don't feel good today and all this and all that. Can I tell you, you just got to get after it. The sluggard, the lazy person, will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. If you procrastinate and you make excuses, there's coming a day when you're not going to have anything and you're going to wish you had worked while you had the chance. Verse 13, love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. Again, there's nothing wrong with sleep. I think sleep is a good thing. I think you need to sleep. I think at night, after you've worked a long day and a hard day and you spent time with your family and you've done what you should do and you've spent time with the Lord, I think you ought to go to bed. Uh, but then there comes a time where you got to get out of bed, got to set the alarm, you got to get after it, you got to have a plan, you got to have a schedule, but you got to work. The Bible tells us that man was created in the image of God. And we know that. But think about this. The first thing that is recorded in Scripture about God, Genesis 1.1. Are you ready for this? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. You know what that tells us about God? He worked. The very first verse of the Bible, God was doing something. God was working. God created a garden for man to work in. And I understand it was a perfect place, but God gave Adam the responsibility to care for that garden. Now, it was much easier when there were no weeds, and it was much easier when there was plenty of rain and plenty of, uh, of precipitation. But can I tell you, God gave man a job to do. The Bible tells us in the Ten Commandments, it tells us that six days shalt thou work. Uh, a man it should work, and then, of course, on the seventh day, you rest. It's okay to take a day off, but you ought to be working. Every day is not a vacation. Every day is not a day off. The Bible says it is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. We need to teach our children to work. Uh, my girls, they just turned 10 yesterday, but uh, my girls, they've got jobs 
They've got chores. They've got responsibilities that they have to do. And you say, well, do you pay them for it? Um, some of them, the responsibilities, we'll pay them, we'll give them something. But most of the things they do, most of the jobs they do, they don't get paid for it. It's just responsibility. It's just, it's their job. It's what they have to do. Uh, if a man doesn't work, the Bible says, neither should he eat. A man is responsible to provide for his own. And by the way, that's not the government's job. It's not the government's job to provide food. It's not the government's job to provide money. It's not the government's job to provide a house for you. It's your job. It's my job. It's our responsibility. We have a spiritual work to do. Every one of us has a spiritual task, but we also have an enemy. And the enemy of that spiritual task is laziness. Uh, that's not the devil. That's not the attacks of Satan. That's the attacks of the flesh. The flesh uh, is so weak sometimes. The flesh can be so lazy sometimes. We don't want to do something because we don't feel like it. But may God help us to work. The next word I want you to see in Proverbs 20, we'll cover, we'll start on this one. I don't know how far we'll get. But it's the word weights. I'm not talking about lifting weights. I'm not talking about losing weight. But I'm talking about the word weights. It says in verse 10, divers weights and divers measures both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Verse number nine, the Bible talks about examining ourselves. It says, who can say, I have made my heart clean. I am pure from my sin. Uh, verse number 23, divers weights are an abomination unto the Lord and a false balance is not good. Now we're divers. It means different or various. You see, in business, in Bible times, people would often use one balance when they were weighing items that they were going to sell, but then they would use a different balance when they were buying item or, or when they were weighing items they were going to purchase. And so what they were doing was they were cheating people. They'd use one balance that was set a certain way so that they could make more money, and then they'd use a balance over here that was set a different way. And that way, when they were buying things, they were getting a better deal or a better bargain. Really, a dishonest bargain is what it was. But can I tell you, that was dishonest, it was deceitful, it was wicked, and God said that was an abomination. God did not approve of people using those in their dealings. Well, this thing of divers' weights and divers' measures, did you know that we're guilty of that today? You say, oh, no, pastor, not me. I don't even use a scale. I don't even use that for my business. Oh, no, and it's all computer, and I'm not talking about that. Here's what I mean. We measure others many times by one standard, and then we measure ourselves by a different standard. Isn't it amazing how quick we are to get on somebody else? But then in our own lives, we justify it. Somebody else, we are just beating them over the head and we are pointing the finger and we are criticizing, how could you do this? But the truth is, if we'd look in the, the mirror, we'd find out that we're guilty of the same, if not worse. And I tell you, God wants us to be fair. God wants us to be honest in our dealings. What is important in measuring life and what is important in weighing and balancing our life? Well, verse six talks about being faithful. Verse seven, it talks about integrity. Verse 7, it talks about our children. And I tell you, you measure your life by, by your children and what you can teach them and what you can train them, not in the money you make, not in the inheritance that you have to pass down, but what you can instill in them that is spiritual and eternal. Verse 15, what is really valuable? The Bible says it's not money, 
but the Bible says knowledge. There is gold and a multitude of rubies. The Bible says, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. In verse number 27, the candle of the Lord. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly or the, the uh, inward parts of our heart. Can I tell you, as we use those weights or those balances, may God help us to measure our own lives and examine our own lives. And uh, let's, uh, let's be honest. Let's be upright. Uh, let's avoid lying. Let's avoid deceit. Let's avoid dishonesty. And let's be true before God because you may fool some people and I may fool some people, but we will never fool God. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. And I want to please God. I want to be right with God. And I want my life to be before God. I want it to be what it is before man. Uh, let's uh, live on the winning side and let's put these uh, truths into practice. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us. We'll look forward to a great day tomorrow. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.